0: here we're gonna get started about eight o'clock gonna let everybody follow in i think kara and Derek and um tom are supposed to be here tonight as well so we'll talk all about it and i've already talked to tom and Derek. um but so i've gotten there but i have not talked to kara so i don't know how she is how you doing mike
1: doing well you yep.
0: Doing pretty well, pretty well. It's going to be about a long forty-eight hours, it appears.
1: I can imagine that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: I'm still, I'm still coming down off of the fantastic gamecock high of Saturday, so I'm in the opposite mode as you are right now.
0: Yeah. Um. Spencer Brad or having a Spencer or Stephen Garcia two type game.
1: Oh, that was something it to was. See. Yeah, it was. It was fantastic. I I'm very glad I was there. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and the best part about that is the Tennessee radio crew afterwards saying, um, they ran up the score on us, they ran up the score on us, and what did you do the week before? He threw a bomb with a minute left, up 55 to 20.
1: (coughs) Yeah, Yeah. and our our last touch-on was, I mean, the game was over, but it was like four and a half minutes left.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's something. Derek has just made it in. see I see Michael Vandegrift a bunch of familiar names are popping in here so that's pretty cool how you doing Derek
2: doing good man how about y'all man I'm doing absolutely fantastic
0: I was telling everybody I've spoken to you and I've spoken to Tom but I have not talked to Kara so I have no idea what she's going to say about her opinion of this whole week
2: oh yeah I'm I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure she's good and fired up after these last couple of days. Would be my guess.
0: Yeah, she's on. T- she's constantly on Twitter, and I, I honestly respect what she's doing because she wants everybody to show up and do everything for the players. Uh, but yeah. She's kind of holding back the tides right now. It's it's, it's kind of a bad situation.
2: <laughs> it should be interesting. That's for sure.
0: Yeah. So. Derek, while we're waiting on um, Kara and Tom to show up, uh, why don't you give your impressions of the week so far?
2: Uh, well, I mean, it's it's a roller coaster, right? I mean, it's uh, highs and lows. You know, I actually had a buddy about an hour ago text me. And he was like, man, what the hell's going on? You know, is he staying? Is he leaving? I'm, you know, it's – honest to god i have no idea i don't know what lane kiffen is going to do you know i mean there's there's times that i think that he's for sure gone and other times i think hey you know there's there's a chance that he ends up sticking it out here and uh you know and it's all by design i'm sure from both sides but you know nobody really knows and quite frankly we're not going to know for sure i mean would it really surprise anybody if by the time all of this is all said and done, that he does end up staying at Ole Miss, uh,
0: it, it's getting to the point where um, for him to stay at Ole Miss, he's got some groveling to do.
2: Yeah, I, I know, I, it, and I get yeah. that, but I mean, but what would it still like really, really shock you? Like you, you probably have an opinion, like most people do, that you know, one way or another. And I think most of them think that he probably is gone, but. At the end of the day, something to ends this. up happening and he signs a contract, but you you're completely blown away,
0: given how length it is. From everything that i told him, and, and people, I, I let everybody know, um, I did not even pay attention to this until last Thursday. Last Thursday, I received a phone call saying, hey, you need to change your tone on this. And I was like, what? You know, I can't do that. And he's like, but you really need to, and I was like, "Why? What's going on?" And he started listing out bullet points, and then on one side you had these bullet points, and then on the other side there was like abstract things, yeah. like he he's become a better person in Oxford, stuff like yeah. that. And, and I can
2: attest to this what you're saying, Stephen, because I I was kind of that's that, that's when you start expressing to me. It was around last Thursday. These these things you're saying and. Like, I I was kind of on the side of, like, man, I don't know. I think Steven may be off on this one. But, you know, as the week's gone on, you know, you kind of see it
0: progressing now, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, I I, I really do. And I'm at the point now, like I said, it's not 100% yet. uh, But I do think it's, like, 95%. There's a chance he stays. But if he stays, I do. I have to say I would be surprised.
2: I wouldn't honestly be that surprised. I mean, just because – it's Lane Kiffin. If it was anybody else, then I would be really shocked. But but the way he plays schools and media and all that stuff, you know, oh, absolutely, kind of his absolutely. gig, you know.
0: Well, the thing that put me up, and if you are over the under, I should say under the age of twenty five, you're not going to get this. So don't even try.
2: <laughs> all right, I'm good then.
0: Yeah. So him dropping a pine box joke. Oh. God. When this is an Ole Miss Auburn situation at a press conference that seems to me as something that they would use whenever they were announcing him that he would do that and get a rise out of his their people because for some reason for some reason they, they act like they're, they're Alabama coming, and their record is somewhere in South Carolina. No offense Mike. At best. Yeah. <laughs>
2: But yeah, yeah. I mean, I I totally understand what you're saying because I, I actually it, it was the first press conference all year I've tuned into live uh, this this past Monday and and listened to it. And when he dropped the pine box reference, I was it took me straight back. I mean, I, I I remember I was 11 years old, man, and I was I mean just big into Ole Miss football at that time. And Tommy Tuberville was just I mean he was basically a a god in Oxford, right? For what he had done for this program, in in the shape that he had taken it over in, and uh, yeah, yeah the the pine box reference. That's something that I will actually take to my pine box. That's that's something I can never get over, and it's not something I ever want to hear an old Miss
0: Coach mention. Yeah, not not a sitting Ole Miss coach, um, no doing that, and, and, especially flirting that with it, Auburn. Yeah, it, those two teams and that reference. That made it seem like no. more of an issue than. That's when it really got real, real. It got real on Friday. Yeah. Whenever that happened, is like uh, this. This might be over. And then after that, all the Twitter stuff happened with John Sokoloff. And uh-huh. after not talking and commenting about the job, all of a sudden, Lane all of a sudden is tweeting and retweeting everything. So then it came yeah. across as like thou doth protest too much. Um and. Mm. There's just so many bad omens in this
3: one. Hey, Doc. hey, Tom. Here we go. Okay, hey, hey, dude. It took me a while. That's uh, oh, okay, bud. Yeah, that 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 freaking that that did it for me, man. That was that was that that was the dagger in the chest when he made reference to uh, to the pine box. You know that that just. Any any old Miss fan that's that like you said that's over thirty that's that that was horrible. That brought back bad memories, bro.
0: Yeah, seriously.
3: Let's see. I'm I'm gonna I'm to add um Kara as a
0: co-host and um. Let's see now I need to find. There's so many people in here. Congratulations, everybody! Thank you for coming. I need to find Derek. (laughs) Um, Kara, do me a favor. Give us your opinion. You have not given us your opinion yet because you have not been interviewed at the moment. So what's going on, Kara?
4: Oh, man. I mean, let's be honest. We know the Pine Box. That was a dagger. I'm not going to go into it. Um... Honestly, I'm, I'm going to stick to my statements. I really feel for our players right now. I want to support them. Some of them are seniors. You know, they deserve us right now, especially, you know, it's, a, it's their last Egg Bowl for some of them. So I just think they deserve some focus right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and, and I, I totally respect what you're doing on Twitter. I've, I've seen that. I've noticed that and everything. It just, I just look at you doing, and I was like, it's just like canoe trying to hold back the tides. And uh, because it's just overwhelmingly one way at this point. Now, um, we got some people that are requesting to speak. Let's see. Let's try this real quick. Sorry about this. Um, God is perplexed by Lane Kiffin can now speak.
5: Yeah. I just want to reference basically what you just talked about, the pine box thing. I don't even think it was a joke because the way that he said it was, I don't know what you want me to say. I'm not going to make a pine box, you know, reference or, you know, say something about a pine box because, you know, like, what do you want me to say? So it's basically
0: like he's saying, I don't. And
2: I'm so interested for this request to go through so I can see what uh, he has to
5: say about it.
0: Sorry sorry about Derek. Um, he's, he's talking.
5: Oh, okay. <laughs> sorry wait you your turn it. Derek. No. Wait your turn. All right bud. but but basically basically it just sounded like, hey, I don't want to lie to you guys. Um, I'm not going to tell you a pine box thing. Uh, so you know let's let's move on. So it just it, to me it just that agree. it was a dagger in the heart. It was obvious what's what's coming. And uh, I don't know how you, how you come to any other conclusion.
0: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of right there with you um, with that. We're going to get, let's see, J.S. Care, just a second. I'm going invi- to invite you to speak. Go ahead, J.S.
6: Okay, I can talk now, right? Uh, is this jazz car? Yeah, it is. Yes, hey, look. Yes, look I, I, all right, I, I, agree. I agree. I think he's gone. But yeah. did y'all catch right after or right Margie before stuff, he it. made that pine box comment, he said something about, I'm not going to be the coach at Alabama. Well, that's what Nick Saban said when he was with Miami Dolphins. And he kind of laughed. And then he said, I'm not sure why I said that. Or something in that, in that neighborhood of that. I don't – and then he – done the pine box thing yeah and if you i I watched the well like everybody did watch the uh the thing and that just that eat that that eat at my skin i don't
0: it's just You, you you know the weird thing that pops up is like he said that literally said i'm not going to do a pine box speech or I'm not going to coach at Alabama speech. I don't know what they want, and I was like, "Well, they want you to say it and mean it." Right. You don't. If you live that as a lie, if you say, um, "I'm not going to Auburn," in accepting a pine box, and you think it's a lie, I mean, we kind of have our answer at that point. I and I don't. I don't understand where Keith Carter
6: is. Why? Why has he not like put, you know, held his feet to the fire, make him do
0: something? Or okay, I, like you said I, I, on your podcast, fire him. just get rid of him. Yeah, the problem is that he there'd be a buyout um, right. because the contract got re-upped. So if you wait three days and you force Lane to take the potential whipping that is coming, um, that is better for Keith Carter. And also, Keith Carter did not have the capital with the fans to hold Lane's feet to the fire before this. Before you. that, before that tweet. If Keith Carter would have pressured Lane Kiffin, they would have rode him out on a rail. I got you. I got you. Um, just a second. We got Clutch um, Sports wanting to speak. What you got? I think. I think this is my boy. How you doing, man?
7: You're you're muted. Hello. Can You hear me now? Yeah. Yeah. I okay. Can... All right. Yeah. So. I know you can interpret this a thousand ways, but the way I took it was, he was saying, you know, I could sit up here and give you a pine box piece, but would you believe it? Because of the last one, I mean, there was no merit to it whatsoever. So why should I sit up here and give it to you? You know, why would you believe it? The last one you heard, it wasn't true at all.
0: Yeah, but there's almost no effort to reflect (laughs) the story the other way. I guess. It's almost they're almost letting it build to a crescendo. He is yeah.
7: because
0: he is really good at getting
7: media attention. I get that. But then and, I also go back to the contract. speech. said, "You know, like I signed the, the first con, the first extension, the second extension, the third. Like I don't understand why it's so important to, to do the fourth one."
0: No, he doesn't. He just has to say he was staying.
7: Right now, but yeah, he's been. He, we've been through this. For three years now. We went through it with Auburn the first time. We went through it with Miami. We went through it with LSU. We went through it uh now we're going through it again with Auburn again. And he's never cleared these rumors up ever. He's never said Mm -hmm. I'm not going to Auburn the first time, I'm not going to Miami, I'm not going to LSU. He, He he never came out and said any of those things. So I don't understand what the you know what the difference is. The difference is um the other side is being insanely
0: loud I get and it turns into a hairdryer effect to where they're just yelling in your face for two weeks and there's nothing going back the other direction. Yeah, There's not a denial or anything like that. You just kind of have to deal with it. Yeah, And eventually that's going to wear out every fan base.
7: I get it. And the other thing that kind of makes me question that, that he is leaving is there's no other coach that's got any smoke whatsoever, like nobody. There's nobody. That's got any the smoke that Kiffin has. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Like, yeah, hmm? yeah I,
0: I've, I've heard a little bit about James Franklin to Auburn,
7: yeah. um, but not much. Yeah. Well, that's almost like flickering. Yeah, I mean, seriously, um, there's no rumors to no other codes anywhere except for Kiffin. The, the,
0: the amount that I heard was 10 years and $12 million a year. That's a, that's a Jimbo level contract.
7: Oh yeah, that's a lot. And the
6: guy is not even. I mean, he's not. I love him at Ole Miss, but he's not proving himself. He's mm-hmm. lost the two biggest games that probably would have sent
0: us to the champ, uh, to the SEC championship game. Listen, I I have been. If you you guys have listened to the podcast, you know that I have been loving Austin Lane Kiffin all season long. Right. There's no way that I would pay him $12 million a year no. to as a coach. Crap, no. <laughs> it's at the point where nine and a half, I was like, well, that's at the upper end of where I'd go. But I wouldn't go much beyond that because he hadn't earned it. If you go beyond that, it's all people that have been in the playoffs.
6: Right. He hasn't even been to Atlanta. I mean, he got well, ragdolled by Arkansas.
0: Well, that honestly, that Arkansas game, that moment, um, I completely started to give up because that reminded me of when Tuberville took his boys up to Arkansas in '98.
7: Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, our our best win is is is, in my opinion, either Tulsa or Vandy. So. Yeah,
0: probably Vandy. Vandy might beat Tennessee this weekend. Yeah. Or Georgia Tech. They've they've turned it around. And played pretty well. Yeah, they've got Georgia, or else they could go to a ball Yeah. Anyway, um, God is, um, I I can't see your full name, and I forget it. I have memory problems. You go ahead, man.
5: Well, we covered a couple of other topics, so I forgot what I was (laughs) going to say.
1: Okay,
0: sorry about that, man. Mike, what you got?
1: So I was going to reference the, you know, there was talks that, we're not hearing any other names for Auburn, and in the media, on social media, that's true. However, if you look at betting lines and the sharps who are heavily invested in Vegas, they are still very much on Jeff Grimes. And are
0: okay, Mike's gone. Kara. Let's talk about let's let's change the subject a little bit because um, this is gonna go, and the Auburn fan that down there is requesting um, is it, nothing mean spirited by it. We're just we're in a coping session at the moment, um, so we don't we don't need to get that goose. So I apologize about that, but Um, so. If we look at the next step, let's say the next 48 hours are going to be really long. I mean, there's just no way around it. What are some of the names that you guys w- would excite you a little bit whenever they start to look? Because you're not going to have Lane Kiffin again. Because that's like getting ethanol in your gas tank, you know? Uh, but what names are would you be okay with? We'll start with Tom.
3: Dan Lanning.
0: Dan Lanning. Dan Lanning, I think, has like a $25 million buyout this year. But it is what it is. God is. What you got, bud?
5: Sonny Dykes.
0: Sonny Dykes. I like that one. Um, Him being in TCU for one year, that could be a little bit difficult and problematic. But that is a phone call I think they definitely should make. Um, What about you, Derek?
2: Uh, Yeah, we kind of went over a few names earlier on the podcast. But, uh, you know, Matt Rule, right? I mean – what what he was able to do at Temple and Baylor, I mean, I think he's kind of proved himself as a uh, as a Division One head football coach, and he's done it at the Power Five level there at Baylor. You know, he really turned them around from the absolute atrocity that he took over down there. You know, it didn't take them no time. I mean, he's he's a really good college football coach. I right? I think that's a definitely a name you got to talk to, uh, along with what y'all will hear. Uh, you know. Everybody's going to talk about Dion, and mm. uh, I actually really like Mike Gundy. I mean, I I might be in the minority here, but I I think that's a call you have to make. I think you know there's there's a chance he might be looking to get out of Oklahoma State there and, uh, and get over to the SEC with the conference realignment and all the way it's going.
5: He so, lost uh, his mojo with his mullet, my friend. Sorry, he's out.
2: <laughs> well, well, yeah, but but it doesn't take long to grow that thing back, though. I I, I think I'm. Proof over here i ended up cutting my hair and you know year and a half two years later i mean it it was right back flowing as beautiful as it ever had been before so i mean
1: that's that's something you can get back quick
0: what about you mike
1: so as an outside person you know removed from the fan base i think for you guys a good hire would be jamie chadwell he's done a hell of a job at coastal and he did well before that and i I think he could do good things there yeah,
0: I like the idea of um, potentially Jeff Trailer as well. You're not going to hear that when everybody's looking for a star.
1: There's the also the Trailer is also rumored for Arizona State, so he's going to be in yeah. the mix for that job too. So Kirk, what you got, bud?
8: Oh uh, yeah, thanks for letting me speak. I just I just want to touch on a second. I know you're talking about the the new coach hire, but. Mm-hmm. I just have a big problem with feeling like we always get a gun held to our head, especially now with the NIL and the the and the way that the transfer portal works, and having to wait it out, knowing he's leaving. I mean, what are we saying? Ninety nine percent, hundred percent. I'm, I'm 95? at ninety five. That's
0: what I said earlier.
8: Okay, so you're at ninety five. Other people mm-hmm. have said different. So he, he's leaving. Yeah, he's gone. And it's and it's like we have 50, a gun. To 50, have. I
1: think as an outside person. Do what? As the outside person, I, I think it's fifty-fifty. I think um, you guys that's, might be. I, I understand your worry, but I, I think it's Nah,
8: fine. Mike. I appreciate it, but he's gone.
1: Yeah. So,
8: so here's the deal. Why I, I would rescind the offer or the uh, of contract. I don't know the legalities, but I would be to this show, man. We're not, we're not dealing with it. We're not putting up with it. And if he he wants to stay with us, he's already got a contract. If not, hit the door, go to Auburn anyway, and we'll figure out what we're gonna do. We got nine, what are we saying? We got nine, four, five million to play with. tonight? Yeah, I mean, stop playing around about about Lane Kiffin. It, It is what it is. We knew what it was when he hired him. When we hired him, and I don't mean to keep talking, when we hired him, I said, if we can have him for more than three years, we break the trend. Well, here we are, year three, probably not breaking that trend. Oh, well. But let's do something. Let's not bend over and take the pine box deal again. I, yeah, Kirk, It's just
0: very irritating. Yeah, the, the one thing to keep in mind, Kirk, is right now, whenever this mm-hmm. happens, Ole Miss is going to be 100% the victim and is going to be the PR win on this one.
8: I hope you're and, right. Yeah, I hope and, you're right.
0: And I don't. I don't. I don't know if anybody can say it. if Wayne Kiffin is actually going to Auburn, and he said he's going to Auburn. We don't know that that contract hasn't been rescinded. I think that contract was just put out just for the fan base to prove that Keith Carter did whatever he could, could to keep him. I hope you're correct
8: on that. And yeah. and, and on the coaching front, I'm sure 90% of everybody in here will disagree with me. I really don't care about the burnt bridges with Hugh Freeze. The guy wins <laughs> ball games everywhere he's been. He won here. I don't care about the all the other mess that happened with it. Times have changed since he's been gone as well. We now have NIL and, and uh, everything else. The guy wins. I bring him back. He's in, what in line number two for Auburn. Like, why does why does Auburn or another SEC school get to have somebody that messed up while they were here, but they get to? But we don't. We can't take him back and let and let him go forward from here. I, I say let him go forward from here. Yeah, I mean, that, to me it's not to me it's not yeah. difficult. We're naming all these up and coming coaches and everything else. This guy's been a winner. He's been a winner on this level. He's beat Alabama back to back years. Not too many people can yeah. say
0: that. Bring yeah. the guy back. Just bring him back. Yeah, and, and they would be able to do it. But here, this is one thing that I want to say and I think Ole Miss fans need to keep this in mind when talking about the possibility of Hugh Freeze coming back. What did Rob Ross Bjork put in the contract to make it to where Hugh Freeze was fired with calls from the state of Mississippi? And, and and whenever you try and bring it back, that's going to come back up because once you get down to Jackson and the IHL, that's not all old Miss people.
8: no gotcha, gotcha. Well, yeah. there, you go. there, there goes that. Yeah. Well,
4: is there any? Are we able to get around it now when things have changed?
0: Possibly. They might try, but if you don't hear about Hugh Freeze and they don't hire him, that probably means they couldn't do it because yeah. I think the boosters are going to try it first off. So they're probably going to make some phone calls to senators down in Jackson and try and figure out what's what's what. But I think if Ross Bjork trying to get out of $17 million of a payout, what did he put down on that reason for firing with calls?
6: Yep. <clears throat> Gotcha. Mm. I can uh, I can hop on the Hugh Freeze bandwagon. I mean, I like the guy.
0: I love him. I had an office next to him for three years, <laughs> uh, under um Orton. Steve, I, I, I know, know What do you Hugh think of Mike well. Norvell? I like Mike Norvell. He's a he, <laughs> he's a shark. <laughs> he's 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 a do anything to win, but he's like a better version of it than Lane Kiffin. There's a reason Mike Norvell was our number one choice whenever we hired Mike Kiffin.
6: Hey, S- Stephen. Hey. Was there some? Was there not some uh, bad business with Norvell coming out of the, Memphis? There,
0: there was something they said that um, it couldn't be hiring something gambling. Oh, gotcha. Uh, and that made him untouchable for Power Five programs. when Florida State went and hired him. We he didn't hear anything else. So, but, the, but that was the job in 2019, I think. Yeah, Florida State in 2019 was broken. I mean, Willie Tab- Tagger just basically dumpster fired that program. Well, actually, Jimbo dumpster fired that program. He's in the pos- He's at um, in the process of doing that to a And M as we speak. So, what do y'all make of the? Uh, well, I think
6: Charles Barkley came out and said something about there's going to be a big time firing. In the SEC, here in the next couple of days. Well, that that
4: one. I think he was trying to. I think he was trying to allude to some reason like Arkansas was going to fire Sam Pittman, and I don't think that's
6: real. I got you. I, I could I could have seen A and M getting rid of. Well, I, I would have got rid of Bjork and and Jimbo at the same
0: time, but yeah, they're they're in the couch cushions right now, trying to find that money. Right.
3: Hey, I'm telling you right now, Napier's on the hot seat already. Down in Florida.
0: If he if he loses Saturday, that honeymoon is over.
7: Yeah, I think the Vandy Mm -hmm. loss kind of (laughs) yeah kind of did that for him
0: already. That's that that stings. Let's see. B four can now speak. How you doing, B four?
7: Freeze wasn't fired, was he? When he able to step down on his own?
0: I don't know what the verbiage was, but Ole Miss was able to um, get out of paying him the seventeen million dollars they owed him.
7: I think that was because he stepped down, uh, I
6: believe.
8: <laughs> if that, if that, Steve, if that's yeah. true, if it's, you bring the guy back, if that's true. Yeah, if that's true. Back, you
0: absolutely bring <clears> him <throat> back. It doesn't even. My whole thing on he Freeze is the he walked away from seventeen million dollars. So the you know, Occam's razor on that one is there was probably paperwork and it was backed up legally in case Hugh Freeze came back for it. I don't know. But I would take you. Like I said, I was I had an office next to him for three years. I know Hugh well.
5: He just I'd lost the Virginia Tech.
7: Tech. Huh? I'd take Coach Freeze back, but um the salary pull for Coach and assistance is probably a little bit better than when he left here, so I, he would definitely need help.
0: Oh, oh yeah, and the analyst pool, everything. Listen, you're going to hear a bunch of people talking bad about, about Lane Kiffin, okay? Over the next 48 hours, it's going to happen. Lane Kiffin turned this program into a extremely modern, Alabama-level operational system. He did that. He, he improved the NIL. He's got analysts all over the place. The assistance pool money went up. Now the head coaching salary is predicted to be like $9.6 million. That doesn't happen without Lane Kiffin. So we could be appreciative, but know that Ole Miss went into hiring Lane Kiffin with their eyes open too. They wanted that. So this might be the negative that comes with the Lane Kiffin experience, but the positives kind of outweigh it, uh, in my opinion, because I think Ole Miss is in a far different position than at any point in time in my lifetime.
4: Well, I agree with that. I think you don't have to, like, hate on Lane. I think we – I don't think we have to turn into Tennessee. I think we say thank you and we move on. Like, I don't think we need to hate there on Lane. I mean, some people can express anger, I guess, but I say we just say thank you and move forward.
0: Yeah, I think Thursday night – I think Keith Carter's going to let Lane Kiffin coach Thursday night. Get ready with me, but we're going to a Viking festival
4: starting
6: yeah I mean the whole
0: language experiment. Because if it is
6: indeed
4: I'm not saying it's over yeah.
2: nothing can happen okay, if it is, it is is on. then this it was one is like a, a complete velvet. and total success look at what took up weekend. and and what he did for us in three years I mean now we
3: are
2: you know one of the more attractive SEC jobs you know we're third or fourth in the conference in wins in the last couple years we're an administration right willing to pay elite coach money. Hike. We have a good you NIL program set up right now. It's a very, very
5: attractive job. More Much shape. more so
2: than it was the three years ago when we hired one Kiffin. So if it's over, Sucks it was a go. total success. Yeah, yeah
7: it was working. So let me say from,
8: from,
7: yeah. total, from, from total, a total
8: uh, fan standpoint, no. I don't know that a lot of it is uh, hate for Kiffin. I think it's more frustration about the frustration and the hate of like I said earlier feeling like you've got a gun to your head and there's not, and there's and you're stuck and there's nothing you can do about it that's what a fan feels like right now and, and I and, and that's where I think you're seeing a lot of the frustration across the board from old Miss fans it is we feel like we're just getting bent over again and and, and and not only that it's like the same exact football team that did it many years ago to us and it is what it is. We all knew what Lane was when you when we brought him in. That, and he has done a wonderful job. I love I love Lane. I think he's I'm, i think he's awesome. But it doesn't. from a fan standpoint, uh, from a fan standpoint, like most fans, friends that I know, we always say, man, I'm going to be a fan much long after they're gone. You know, assistant coaches, head coaches. We're still going to be fans. And so fans are stuck dealing with the aftermath. And I mm-hmm.
0: think that's where the frustration comes from. Yeah, I think I saw on Twitter. It um, may have been Kara. may have been somebody Kara was talking to. But they described Lane Kiffin as the, like a toxic relationship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, where it says over and over, no, I'll never do it again. I'll always be faithful. And they're right back again. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, that, that was an apt description of Lane. But listen – from what we wanted to get to, we did. And remember, and this is, if there's any Auburn people in the space, this is not an insult to Auburn. Okay? There's
2: Auburn people in the space, Stephen, I can't confirm.
0: Yeah, that's not an insult. But him going to Auburn and Auburn paying him 12, $12 million over 10 years or something like that, that is not a better job than the other argument. That is a program that is more desperate not to go down the road that Tennessee went down in 2007 and is willing to overpay market value for somebody that 5-3, and 4-4 four four in the SEC so far has been their ceiling. You don't know if he's going to be a playoff-level guy, but you're willing to take that chance because of the extra stuff he brings.
7: Hey, Stephen, right. haven't seen it yet. The school just announced Navy, Navy and Gray. Navy and Gray. Oh, like okay. It. Here we go.
0: Yes, I like it. I do, now, too. Yeah, normally I do a uniform video. I'm not going to do it this week. Um, oh, come on, my-
2: you can fit that in. There's not a lot going on this week. Squeeze <laughs> so in a uniform video. Uh,
0: I, in my last four videos I've had fourteen thousand views, four thousand, four thousand, and thirteen thousand views. And so it's been it's been a weird week.
6: All right, I got I, I've got a question for for you folks. Okay, what if, uh, and I know I'm just going to get the. Uh, probably the matt luke thing what do y'all think about giving uh Derek nixon shot his loyalty to Ole Miss has been was he's been here 12 13 14 years give him a shot doing what the bowl Get game head coach oh no
2: nah, no you can't do that no we're 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 past taking flyers at this point uh we're we've like like i said earlier we've we've put so much money into this we've Lane's built us up to this point to where we're able to do this. He's built this program up to where we're one of the better programs in the SEC regardless right. of what people think. He's got here and he's won, and he and we have an administration with money behind it, fans putting the money behind it. You go get the next guy if it comes to that. I'm going to put that caveat into it every single time I talk about another coach. If it and comes until, to until that. if it
0: comes to it, you have to. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah and, but, but we have – We've earned that right to go out and, and get a top-tier coach and not take flyers on guys that may or may not be able to do this job. Right. I was all
6: just right. – I, I had that thought earlier.
2: I don't know. Look, look Derek Nix is going to have a job. He's he survived oh, yeah. every coaching change since, like, the 1940s at all. Yeah, old he, hit, came so. here, he came here with you He's going to be night. on yeah.
7: Hey Steven, here's a curveball for you. What do you think of the TCU offensive coordinator, uh, Garrett Riley, Lincoln's brother? I, I I think he would be a
0: good offensive coordinator. I, I I am not I'm not wanting an offensive coordinator's head coach.
3: Yeah, we're pat we're past that man. Y'all we're, y'all
5: are talking y'all are talking old school man. We are just we just offered Lane Kiffin, Ryan Day money. Oh yeah, we're absolutely. talking about we're talking. This about, is a new day.
2: It's a new day at Ole Miss.
5: Yeah,
8: I mean, we're not
3: going for a coordinator, man. There's th-
8: nothing no. I think this is the. I think this is the problem that we run into, and I'm glad Auburn fans are on here listening because because this is the problem that we run into. This is we we have made. And if you're a casual fan, and, and I get it, there's nothing wrong with casual fan. But if you're a casual fan and you just think we're the same Ole Miss and we're still in the same uh, indoor facility back in '97. We're not, and, and we we've raised money. We've raised money. in The NIL people have stepped up. The the top being in the top ten of coaches in the country, not top ten in the SEC, top ten in the country. And, and there's going to be people that are going to look and listen, even if they come for the payday. So I, I just I, we got to get out of that mindset. We've got yeah. to. All right,
0: add it, Rick, um, as a speaker. I'm going to add, uh, well, Logan, do appreciate it, man. We're in the middle of coping something. I, I know you're an Auburn guy, nothing against Auburn, anything like that. We we're, we're just trying to do an almost
3: coping session, but nothing against you, man. All right, Rick. Hey yeah, appreciate it guys. <clears throat> something I think that needs to be said is the fact that we were all hoping that he was gonna build a legacy here. And I think mm-hmm. I think the fan base, their feelings are hurt because You know when he comes on and he says that you know uh i needed oxford more than oxford needed me you know and then you know he's kind of reverting back to the old kiffin and we were hoping he was going to be the new kiffin but the bottom line is you know money talks and he's following the money which is not you know you you can't fault him for that but i i think uh, the fan base has had the feelings hurt because we were hoping what, you know, that he would take us to the promised land.
0: Yeah, and, and there was a little bit about Kiffin um, over the – whenever he does all the stuff he does during the season and the way he's doing it, it's, it's very politician-like to get his way whatever he wants to do. And I guess at that moment was him playing that role because I joke with people all the time when it comes to this, when it came to Monday night – it was like uh, ripping off a Lane Kiffin mask from 2022 and it's 2009 Lane Kiffin still on there
3: and there's not any growth at all. Yeah, I mean, we we've all listened to all his videos. I mean, I can't remember who it was. It, it was it's 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 on I've got it saved on YouTube. It's a 20 25 minute long. And he was talking about his spiritual journey and how he's changed and everything and you know, making it look like he's he's the more humble Kiffin. But let's face it, He's probably still the old egotistical Kiffin that's going for the brass ring, you know? And I think, like you all have said, we need to be happy that, you know, we had him for three years. You know, he's he's, he's got us back to being relevant again. And now we just got to figure out a way to, to, to bring on the next guy that's going to, you know, keep us at that level. One other thing I wanted to ask about this group is the fact that something that's been all over Twitter too, as maybe some, you know, like Jutkins or something, going with him to Auburn. I think Shanky should have a rule that if one school in the, in in the SEC poaches a coach from another school, they shouldn't be allowed to to suck those players off with them without those players having to sit for a year. Does Shanky have the power to do that, despite what the NCAA says now about transfers?
0: Uh, I don't think so. Uh,
3: I mean, it kind of yeah, is what I mean, it is. Just remember, when it comes to
0: Judkins and all, all of these questions that you're going to have about Auburn, whoever Ole Miss hires, there's going to be questions about that program as well um, coming to Ole, yeah. Ole Miss. So, I mean, it, it's kind of a what goes around comes around type thing, but you want it to be sooner than later,
3: honestly. Well, I was just thinking in conference. Oh, you know, oh, yeah. if, if he left and, and went to Arizona and took Judkins with him, that'd be one thing. But what I'm mm-hmm. saying is poaching players within the conference when when you go from one school to another it's a head coach.
0: Mm-hmm. Seems
3: like seems like it's not very moral high ground.
0: Yeah, oh well, it, yeah. It, it absolutely
3: yeah. It's,
0: it's absolutely but, mercenary. But
2: approach. at the same time you you can't make that kind of rule for a player without making it for the coach too though, right? I mean if you're you can't say that, hey, this is your head coach and, you know, he can go to school X, but player even though you came to this school because of this coach you can't follow him just because he's within your conference there can't be a double standard that's one thing that i think that not only we need to get away from but college football is trying to get away from is the coaches always had all the power to be able to pick up and leave whenever they wanted to right and then uh the the players are stuck at the school that they signed a uh, a letter of intent at and you know they they didn't have any choice but to stay there until they either transferred and set out a year. But, you know, the coach doesn't have to. So why should the player have to? You know, it's it's unfortunate. It sucks for us in this particular situation. But I don't think it's fair to let a coach do it and not let the players do it at the same time. Yeah.
0: So,
5: all right. So. Hey, Shaquille, um, nothing against you.
0: Um, this is just – I want this to be an Ole Miss situation. That's the reason. I'm not anything mean-spirited towards. But I, I, I want it to be one-sided not to have the Auburn people in them as well. That's all.
2: I think Mike's been wanting to say something.
0: Yeah, Mike, go about. ahead, buddy.
1: I was going to answer that question about the, um, you know, the transfer thing. Sankey unequivocally does not have the power to do that. Once they made the you know, transfer portal with the NIL situation, it's almost all controlled at the NCAA level now. So you can't have conferences um, monitoring and making rules on inter-transferring even within conference schools before you actually could do more of that but as of you know our recent rules you really can't do much of that at the conference level um I also again from an outside perspective I, I think it's kind of interesting that it came up in this conversation because talking about losing Jenkins obviously that would be a huge loss but you guys also benefited as much as anybody in the country from transfer portal you wouldn't be where you are without it maybe southern cal is the one team that has put more money into it but the portal's been really kind to you guys to your credit i think that's great so i i just found that you know a little bit humorous that you know well, talk about it now, but, it, but it helped you a ton <laughs>
3: But my relevance was that it was inter-conference. If Kiffin went to Arizona and he took him with him, I'm fine with it. It's just that it's coaching within the conference.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. Purdue is an example of, you know, they took multiple Big Ten guys from other schools. Michigan State did the same. So I definitely understand where you're coming from.
2: Well, I mean, yeah, not not only that, but we took J.J. Pegues from Auburn just last year, too, right? You know, I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's.
1: I'm it's just a, talking about when the
3: head coach leaves. That's all. That's all I'm talking about. Yeah. I, th- yeah, I, th- I, th- I, th- I
0: think what he's saying, right.
3: the point is,
0: is everybody knows what Lane is going to do. And we're trying to get up what's about to happen. Because yeah, when Lane okay. left, USC, went left for USC from Tennessee, after one year, in a worse situation that he left here, those players on Tennessee's roster got recruited. Like, openly. And... Now that that is legal, yeah, the, let's just say the Grove Collective is going to have their um, work cut out for them. Their only hope is to make Quinshon Judkin so expensive he's not worth it to them. Well,
2: yeah, And and also, to be fair, it doesn't matter if Lane Kiffin leaves or not. Our players are still getting recruited by other schools. That's how this hmm. works now, right? There, there's tampering all over the place. Uh, so it doesn't matter if your head coach leaves or not. There's schools getting in contact with your players. There's, there's no telling how many schools have gotten in contact with Quinshawn Judkins throughout the year. And, you know, it's on us to, whether it's Lane Kiffin or if he leaves, we get another coach. It's on them to be able to recruit him, put together a package for NIL to keep him in office.
8: Yeah. Hey, hey Steve, uh, Rick, brought up, Rick brought up uh, money again uh, uh, and when he was talking, and, and it made me think about, I think we're behind, we're behind the eight ball where I think a lot of people are like, all oh, the money or we can't pay enough for this. I think that goes back to the state level with the four-year contract deal. Is there, is there any of y'all or any of the hosts on here know, is there any possibility of this ever getting changed on the state level with these four-year contracts?
0: Honestly, I would say these four-year contracts are protecting us from ourselves if you want to look at it, it might um, come into play every now and then, but remember uh, the state contract, the st- most of the contract is through the foundation. The foundation can give him an eight-year contract and just have automatic rollovers to the state thing. And the state thing is only yeah. for like $200,000. So like 9 million of it will be through the foundation is completely, does not have to do the four-year thing. I think a lot's made of that four-year thing. The only thing is it, it would be a little bit of a pain in the butt to work around, but I mean, you can work around.
2: Yeah. Uh, And as far as the protection part, as far as the Mississippi schools go with the four year limit, I mean, like, like you said, you can go through the foundation, you can do automatic rollover six, seven years, whatever it may be. But one way it actually does help the, the Mississippi schools is say we announce a, four-year contract with Lane Kiffin, but we put automatic rollovers in it for the next two or three years to extend it out to six or seven years. Well, if things go completely haywire, the only thing that's on the books legally and technically are those four years. So after one more year, even though those rollovers are in the contract, we only have to pay the additional three years as a buyout. That's one thing that kind of helps us when it comes to that four-year deal, even though you can put the automatic
8: rollover, yeah, but Derek. But I also think that hurts us because when a, when a let's say a Auburn or a, a Florida or whoever comes in, they don't have that. They can't throw that in their contract that says, "Hey, we get rid of you. We did a ten-year deal. You're getting paid on the ten years." That's yeah. more attractive to the coach. We're trying to keep in house. I know that probably-
3: works in our best interest, but it may not work in our best interest to keep them.
0: Yeah,
3: and that's why Kiffin's going. He's, he knows that he's got a hundred hundred twenty million, you know, in the bank.
2: So, well, okay. Well, first of all, if Lane Kiffin signs a ten year contract, he's not staying anywhere for the next ten years, right? Like it's if if he goes off and he goes he stays at Ole Miss or goes to Auburn. Realistically, if he keeps winning, how long before he gets an NFL job? I mean, just just throwing that out there, right? I mean, well,
0: what five well, years max? I mean, you're having a Jimbo conversation now because it can go south in a hurry and all of a sudden there's no recourse. I think that's his point. That, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, there's not a thing that Texas A&M, richer than God, you know, can't afford this buyout because they contractually back themselves into a corner. Can you imagine if that was yeah. Ole Miss? With a $96 yeah, well, we million five million million something. That, we that, do anything. Yeah, that would be five years, and just you let apathy build into the program. Like, picture what it was like in twenty nineteen, if you had to go through that every year until twenty twenty four, and that didn't get better.
6: Y'all, that, that, shit. that, just that
5: just is my opinion. If Lane Kiffin was actually smart, he would wait until Jimbo gets fired.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> he absolutely would, because he they would pay him fifteen million dollars a year. million a year. Something stupid for 20 years. Maybe that's his next move after
3: he leaves Auburn. (laughs)
0: Potentially. He's never stayed in a place more than three years, by the way. You know, Steve,
8: I was going to bring that up. uh, Three years has been his max everywhere he's been uh, at the most. And that's what I was hoping with us. I said, if, if we get three years out of him, we hit the max. If we get four, it's like adding gravy. And so, uh, I was always hoping we'd get to, to like year four, or year five with him, and just be gravy. It, but three years is what I probably expected because that's all he's at, that's his track record everywhere he's been. Three years is the most he's done.
0: Yeah, and I think part of that is yeah. Eventually, I will kind of play so devil's ad.
2: advocate here a little bit on. What, again, I'll I'll play devil's advocate a little bit for for entertainment purposes here, but. Outside of Tennessee, where is he really left that you could really blame him as far as going job to job? He got fired from the Raiders. Yes, he left Tennessee to go to USC, but he got fired from there, went to Bama, and then took the head coaching position at FAU and then took and well, an well, kinda, kinda, kinda got job
0: fired. From. Kinda got fired there. Kinda, kinda.
4: No, yeah. I mean, he, talk, he nobody wasn't allowed
0: to about coach about him. Him. Yeah. Saban ran him off for what happened last yeah, week. Yeah store. he did. So. There, you,
2: know, you could absolutely see the uh the the pressure building up between those two on the sidelines. But still though, I mean he left he Tennessee. Work. That's really the only thing he technically left in within those three years that you could
1: blame him for. Is it When win- he left Tennessee though USC was a way better job than Tennessee too.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah it was. There, yeah that was following Pete. Not from SEC, you know. I mean, it's he had things going there at Tennessee there for a little bit. Or for that one year, you see the recruiting classes, the way he's bringing in players and, and, and all that stuff, you know. Outside the Dexter McCluster thing. He whipped, it, whipped him up pretty good.
3: Is it one of the negatives for him that supposedly a goal of his was to be the Alabama coach, and that'll never happen Oh, so takes the Auburn Yeah, job. that's over now. Yeah, that's over now. So that'll be – I guess that's worth 100 million to forget that goal. So. Yeah. I, I guess it's Auburn and then the NFL.
0: That, that's his thing. And Auburn, by the way, I was talking to my Auburn guy about this, and they are just like, why would you offer that contract? Why would that contract become a thing? And Auburn's thing is they don't expect him to be around long, long enough for it to matter. It's a symbolic gesture. Hmm. Okay. I mean, the, the, they, they, they don't expect to have to ever pay that buyout. And he will be gone to the NFL once he re, re-energizes the program. Which, honestly, if we're going to be real about Auburn, they need it, the program re-energized. So, all right. So, so how but, do we
3: win the Egg Bowl? Let's talk about
0: that. <laughs> how do we win the Egg Bowl? Um, We run the ball. We run the hell out of the ball.
2: And we tackle.
0: Yeah, and, and we don't play man coverage. We'll be able to find out if Chris Partridge is a moron.
4: <laughs> so, let's talk about the rude there. Like, are we hoping these guys show up, or do we feel like they're mentally just done? Where Where is our mindset there? Because mindset's going to be huge for this game. Are they going to feel ready to go?
0: I think this is something – that I've seen happen before in an egg ball to where Ole Miss or Mississippi State has come into the game and it didn't matter. And the other team got chirpy. And then all of a sudden it did matter. And it became the egg ball that we're all familiar with. I think that early in this game, State is going to get chirpy because they've lost two years in a row and it's going to wake up the Ole Miss players. And, And I'm not necessarily worried about Arkansas happening again because this is going to mean something for this team, this, these players.
5: I can tell you right now, if we play that stupid cover three, I mean uh, three-man three front, we're
0: going to lose. We need to do real similar to what we did with Alabama, but we don't need to play man coverage, because Lane, Mike Leach's offense is designed to kill man coverage. LSU in his first game decided to play man coverage, and he threw for 650 yards or something like that.
5: If you if you give Will Rogers all day to throw like yeah. that three man front does, he's going to pick us apart. It's well, that's game over.
0: Well, you got to you you send the fourth one, but you send a different fourth one each time. I think right. So one time it could be Kari Coleman, the next time Otis Reese, the next time Ladarius Tennyson, and then then you're always sending four and you're pressuring the offensive line. But everything's not as stagnant and as predictable by just rushing the three of Jared Ivey, Cedric Johnson, and J.J. Pegues.
5: That's what I'm saying. I don't yeah. care what we do as long as we rush more than three.
0: Yeah. I, I think they will because in the Alabama game, that's the weird thing. They they sit <clears throat> four nearly every time. Well, you don't have to worry about the run much with them. So. No.
3: Uh,
0: you probably do this week, honestly. Well,
3: Especially it's- us playing on light box. It's yeah. gonna be in it's gonna be raining, so that's gonna help a running team versus a passing team. Yeah. It's supposed to rain all day on Thanksgiving. Yeah.
8: Steve, is the rumor out of Starkville true about uh Leach maybe stepping down and retiring after the egg ball?
0: I don't I I don't know, possibly. I, I don't know if the rumor's true that they're gonna hire Dan Mullen. Which by the way, if they hired Dan Mullen and Ole Miss hired Hugh Freeze, I would just I would die of laughter. Right, then. I would fall over just laughing. If all of a sudden, after all of this, after 2017, we're right back in this situation.
6: I think uh, <clears throat> I'd heard. I guess I read it somewhere that that Leach was interested in Auburn. Of course, you you know how that goes. But hell, it's a little too late now. I reckon.
3: Yeah. I'll, I'll give you, you a funny. I'll give you a funny. Kiffin leaves. And Arch decides to come to Ole Miss.
4: Man, I said, how much Tuberville would it be if the Mannies come back and we get Arch? Like, it's like Eli just right all over again, which would be funny, but it's not happening. But it's funny.
0: They hire Sarkisian.
4: Oh, gosh. Please don't hire Sark. Sorry. (laughs) Respectfully. Respectfully, please don't hire Sark. (laughs) Sorry, Chris. I see you down there. Never mind.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. Anyway... I think we probably should um, start to wrap up, everybody. I do appreciate everybody coming in. Um, I'm going to put this recording on um, the YouTube channel, so if you missed any of it, you can catch all of it because this was a really awesome space tonight, or should I say psychological coping session. Um, But it should be a lot of fun. I do appreciate everybody that participated, and um, I appreciate everybody that's been watching the videos this week. It's It's been absolutely fantastic. So thank you very much for that. Um, but if you have any questions, whatever, hit me up on Twitter, send me a DM. My DMs are open. Um, um, if if I can answer it, I will. If I can't or don't want to, I just won't. But um, if you have a question, feel free to answer it. Same thing, I think, with um, Hottie Tottie Strohs and Derek Griff and Tom Vanderford. They, they'll help anybody yep, out as well. Yeah. I because what we do that people know, we are not a news organization. We are about commentary and perspectives. That's what we do. We care just as much about what you say as we say. That 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 is kind of our business model. We're not going to talk at you. We're going to talk with you. If that makes any sense.
3: Keep up the good work, Steve.
0: Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. All right. Thank y'all, and um, have a good night and enjoy Thanks Thanksgiving and be safe in the travels, guys. Hotty toddy. Hotty toddy.
2: Hi toddy guys. Everybody have a happy Thanksgiving.
4: Happy Thanksgiving. Hi Toddy. Hi
2: Toddy. See you, Auburn fans.